the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review Podcast, where we bring you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Our podcast is brought to you through partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's a piece that I trust you'll enjoy. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show, a superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. And that was, of course, the viral moment from Ricky Gervais hosting the Golden Globes. And he's in hot water now. Vanity Fair writer, former Entertainment Weekly editor Mark Harris, has called his comments conservative right-wing talking points. To which Ricky Gervais responded on Twitter, How the beep... That's my version, how the beep can teasing huge corporations and the richest, most privileged people in the world be considered right-wing? Well, that is a good question, and somebody who I know can answer it is my favorite podcaster out there. He is the galactic master of the universe, Andrew Claven of The Daily Wire. Follow him right now, Andrew K-L-A-V-A-N on Twitter. Andrew, Happy New Year. Welcome to America First. Happy New Year to you, Seth. Good to be here. So, um, they're a little bit salty out there. Ricky Gervais <laughs> isn't exactly your arch-conservative, but now he must be labeled as such. Well, you know, it's really... I, I'm very fond of Ricky Gervais because he allows me to cut the trees that border my property so I can actually get a good view of L.A. So he's, he's a good neighbor. But I have to say that he is no conservative. He's a stone atheist, and he's spoken out against conservatives. But he doesn't understand, like most liberals, he doesn't understand what American conservatism is. He says, well, how could it be conservative uh, to attack major corporations, but name a major corporation that's not left-wing. I mean, if you're talking about really big, really important corporations, now Google and Twitter and Facebook, they're all far, far left. This idea that, you know, conservatives like us are sitting around worrying about billion-dollar corporations is absurd. We're worrying about people's rights. We're worrying about freedom of speech. We're worried about the Constitution. But the only thing, and I know this because I grew up as a liberal, the only thing that left-wingers really know about the right is that we're evil. So they never really hear what we have to say. They don't listen to us. They just hear the uh, snippets that are taken out of context that are piped to them by people trying to get them angry. So Ricky Gervais doesn't know us. He doesn't know what we think or what we believe. He just kind of reacts uh, to conservatism the way all the people in Hollywood do without really thinking about it. They just know 
we'll, we'll get them in their limousines. It was so, <laughs> what was so wonderful about his speech at the Golden Globes and about a lot of comedians today is that they're being hemmed in by the left, and they don't know us, but they know the left, and they know the left is starting to become intolerant. Not starting to become intolerant. They are intolerant, and they hate free speech, and they can't be ridiculed, and they can't uh, take a joke. And you should have seen, I don't know if you were watching the show, but when he made that joke about Apple, which is so true, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, was sitting there. Right, and the camera panned on to Tim Cook. Right. Oh, my. And the smile frozen on his face, that thin little icy smile, because this is a guy who made a, an incredible self-righteous speech about how he was not going to let hate speech yes. on his website, and on his, uh, you know, on the Apple podcast uh, site and all that. And here's a guy who basically feels that hate speech is protecting, you know, defending the Constitution, defending, you know, the right to bear arms, all the things that we defend. They, they want to lab, label that hate speech. And he's the guy, he feels that a, the conscience of a CEO is the sacred vessel that is going to be used to decide who should have free speech or not. So it was a, it was a great moment. And I love Gervais and Bill Burr is another one, also a liberal who just is so tired. These comedians are so tired of being hemmed in. Dave Chappelle, Jerry Seinfeld, even Bill Maher. You know, these are guys who can be left wing, but at least they are beginning to understand that all the oppression, all the smallness, all the small mindedness is on the left, not the right. But but this leads me to the the fascinating question. Was he doing what he was doing to do a Howard Stern like get a rise? Because it seems as if your analysis is he just doesn't get it at all. And and you're right. I mean, corporations being conservative. So is is, is Ricky Gervais just lost? This is all they hear. You know, a long time ago, I wrote a piece for the L.A. Times called The Limbaugh Challenge, in which I said to the denizens of showbiz, I said, you have never heard Rush Limbaugh. All you've <laughs> ever heard from Rush Limbaugh are little snippets that are sent to you by your fellow left-wingers to make you angry. And the L.A. Times went out and interviewed a lot of very top left-wing Hollywood people and said, are you going to accept this challenge? Are you going to listen to Rush Limbaugh? And they all said the same thing. They all just quoted little snippets that had been sent to the left-wingers to make them angry. They just basically proved my point. They never listen to us. They do not know what we're saying. The left has mastered this technique of demonizing us yes. so that even to talk about us or, or listen to us, is a, a sin. So, you, you know, listen to the way the, they use the words Fox News. Look, listen to Chuck Todd on NBC. He says Fox News. You know, that was, that's just something you hear on Fox News. Well, Fox News has been ahead of the, these stories, a number of stories, ahead of the mainstream media again and again. You know, stories like uh, the Jeffrey Epstein killing or whatever it is, the Jeffrey Epstein fake suicide. Uh, they've been ahead of that story. They've been ahead of a lot of stories. And a lot of the things we say turn out to be true, but at no point do vessels like the New York Times ever say, you know what, Sebastian Gorka got that just right and we got it wrong. It never happens. They simply change their tune when the facts override them. Do, does this incident and the Chappelle and the others you've mentioned in Seinfeld saying, I don't do clubs anymore, is this a sign or a signal of something, Andrew? Can, can we expect some rectification, or is it just a symptom of political correctness at its zenith? You know, it, it really depends. It really depends on how we react. Yeah. I mean, the right has been so bad about the culture, and we continue to be so bad about the culture. You know, 
there is there is simply no money, no support for the kinds of things people in the arts uh, do. There's just not there's nothing on the right for it. There's no venues that review us that matter. There's no awards. There's no financing. There's nothing. And so if you're like me and you're a right wing artist, you are fending for yourself all the time. And I'm using every device at my you know, at my fingertips to get stuff out. I use podcasts. I use, uh, I've used uh, uh, the iPad uh, and put out ghost stories on the iPad. I do everything I can, but there is nobody on the right who says, you know what, maybe we ought to build a TV studio. Maybe we ought to have a streaming service. Maybe we ought to support uh, the arts and the people who create culture. It just doesn't exist. So if we let the moment pass, if we let the moment pass, the left will adjust, and eventually uh, they'll win out over the culture. The other thing that really is a problem, speaking of corporations, is the squeamishness, the cowardice of corporations who get attacked by five Twitter sites and drop your hold, sponsors. Hold that thought. Breaking news. Oh, wow. This is from the Daily Wire via also Fox 19. The, I'm just, I can't get it out. Covington Catholic student Nick Sandman has received a settlement from CNN after the $275 million lawsuit was filed against CNN. Andrew Claven, I wanted to talk about something else, but I think we have to talk about this. <laughs> I, had, I heard about this, too. And boy, oh, boy, does he ever deserve it. If ever a kid, you know, these, these are people who will de- defend Greta Thunberg, whatever her name. What is her name? Greta Thunberg. <laughs> thighs. Greta Thunberg. <laughs> they, they will lay their bodies down to defend any 16-year-old who stands up for a left-wing cause. And suddenly, you know, if you say anything at all about them, you're an evil you know, child molester. But, but this kid, they just did him dirt for no reason This is whatsoever. the Catholic high school ch- child who was accused by CNN of being part of a mob that was attacking the black Hebrew Israelites, <laughs> yelling racist slurs at these 260-pound dudes, six foot five, that were actually, ra- actually r- shouting homophobic slurs at the school children. And, and the joyous part of this is... Um, this is just the first, first case. He's also filed against the Washington Post and MSNBC. So, Andrew, does it, could, i got to hold my horses here. got to count to ten. But this is good news for those who love the truth, isn't it? it? It really is. I mean, this is the thing. Because of the First Amendment, which I support with my whole heart, we can't reform our news media. But our news media is corrupt, and our news media needs to be reformed. And they're not going to be reformed because we sit around and complain about them. They're going to be reformed when the audience insists on it and when we hold them to account when they lie. Right. And they have been lying. They've been lying about this president forever. Obviously, he can't sue. But they've been lying about him since he walked into the Oval Office and they announced he had sent the Martin Luther King bust uh, back. So, you know, so he removed it from the Oval Office. They said that uh, falsely. Every story that is false is against Donald Trump. There's no such thing as making a mistake in his favor. 
it's, it's time, it is time to say, you know, we do need a robust news operation in America. We certainly do. We need the powerful to be criticized. We need our, the people we love to be criticized, even when they're in power. That's all that we need. But what we don't need is eight years of, of Barack Obama is the second coming, and then three years of Donald Trump is the devil himself. That is not helping America, because it means that we can't trust anybody. We can't trust anybody to tell the truth. They have got to start reforming themselves. If, if only to save the industry. And so I think things like this are a good step. I think suing them when they lie is absolutely legitimate. And when they dis, dis, uh, you know, say things about you that just are not true and call your names and all that stuff, suing them is perfectly legitimate. Again, I support the First Amendment with all my heart, but these guys have abused it. They've disgraced it. And I think the one, if, if, the, if Donald Trump deserves credit for one thing, it is for awaking people yes. how fake the news is. In the last minute, we have with Andrew Claven. Follow him at Andrew Claven. Check out his wonderful podcast, The Andrew Claven Show, and also his books, Another Kingdom. Um, what is your message to those who, in the last three years, following Covington, Kavanaugh, as conservatives have felt truly intimidated in America, G- given this news, you know, we, we, we can't all sue CNN if we've been smeared. But what is your message to those who who hide their politics because of what's happened in the last three years, Andrew? Well, courage is the virtue without which there are no other virtues. You know, it doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what you stand for if you haven't got the courage to say it out loud. And this goes for college students facing left-wing professors. It goes for broadcasters facing cowardly sponsors. It goes for all of us. We cannot hide. We shouldn't be mean. We don't have to be impolite. But we cannot hide what we say because otherwise it becomes unspe- the truth beca- itself becomes unspeakable. So speaking the truth is the basic premise of everything that we believe in. You have to say it out loud. You have to stand for it and you have to not back down. And if we don't learn that, we're done for. The Second Amendment is the civil right that protects all others and courage is the virtue that makes the others possible. A wonderful way to close our interview with Andrew Claven. Follow him right now at Andrew Claven, author, screenwriter, one of the great Daily Wire team, and subscribe to his podcast, The Andrew Claven Show. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. I want to talk to you for a moment about a group I've done work with for years, ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. You've seen how your freedom is under attack? Go to townhallreview.com to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. This is Owen Stream for townhall.com. A recent headline that I'll quote directly illustrates our pervasive sexual confusion today. Trans man gives birth to non-binary person's baby with female sperm donor. Let's analyze this headline in light of truth. Trans man gives birth means Reuben, who gave birth to the child, is a biological woman who self-identifies as transgender. To non-binary person's baby means Jay, Reuben's partner, is a biological woman who doesn't want to be identified as a woman. With female sperm donor means we're talking about the sexual contribution from a biological man who self-identifies as a trans woman. Don't be confused. Though our culture embraces chaos and separates biology from identity, procreation is stubbornly logical. Only the sexual contribution of a man and woman can produce a baby. Only a woman can give birth. Biology constitutes identity. Here's a revised headline. Despite much controversy, nothing about biology has changed. I'm Owen Strand. Religious liberty is under attack. Alliance Defending Freedom is on the front lines of defense. Start at townhallreview.com.